What is going on? You are watching and listening to Tags Live, aka Talk About Gay Sex, the live edition, also known as Tags Podcast, episode 382. I'm your host, Steve V, back in New York City alongside Cody Maurice Doggett. How the hell you doing, Cody? Hello, darling. I'm doing wonderful this evening. Got my nice Wonder Woman shirt on. Ooh, love I that. See you got on a nice shirt too. Well, exactly. So I am fresh off of my trip to the Bay Area, California, San Francisco, Bay Area, California. I had such a good visit with family and friends. But you know, one of the highlights of my trip was seeing the show, this t-shirt that I'm wearing called Baloney. And it is a male burlesque, all male burlesque, with a couple of females for spice measure added into the mix at club oasis it is such a good cabaret all male review sexy uh, on and on i mean they did such fun numbers as top gun well you know top guns out right now they did danger zone and they had <laughs> they were doing they were one of the only ways to make top gun good yes right? they were doing this whole <laughs> number that was so like 80s dance moves and then they re did the volleyball the quintessential volleyball scene oh. from the first movie like slow motion and they had this person all in black covered to carry the ball over to the other side you know as if they were playing volleyball in that quintessential oh, scene they did a 007 number that was right on brand and to the point they did a grinder number that was two guys on a date and all you could see, cause they used really good usage of a back screen graphic. They used the phone going off. So imagine two guys on a first date and mm -hmm. all you hear is the, the how do you do the grinder sound? <laughs> <laughs> so you hear that go off and they're in the middle of this dinner date and the waiter is reaching out to one of the guys and and is flirting with one of the guys on the dates and they no. proceed to go back and have sex in the bathroom <laughs> I while he's on the, his date yes it oh, is so no, my story and something i would probably do but <laughs> super fun you guys can see baloney still in san francisco if you're in san francisco go see it this weekend it's Thursday, tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, the last three days of the show. If you are not in San Francisco, not to fear, you can see Baloney the film and on VOD, Video On Demand. It's a documentary on the making of and how they do it. It's like about an hour documentary film. It's worth seeing. So the highlight of the show, Cody, was mm -hmm. they brought me on to the second act, the beginning yeah. of the second act. Rory, who is one of the co-producers, co-creators of Baloney, found me in the audience. That's why I'm wearing the t-shirt today. Nice. Before the second act began, said, would you mind coming up on stage and help open act two? And I said, what do I have to do? He said, all you got to do is go up on stage. And they had a runway ramp of a stage that extended out from the flat stage okay I, I said all you're gonna do is walk up on the stage you're gonna sit facing the stage on the ground and a guy's gonna lap dance you with his ass in your face Ooh. And let me tell you all of these guys had sexy hot bodies booties for days they were like sexy ass i said okay i can do that what i didn't realize was and i did do that so the guy said i'm so sorry for what i'm about to do he straddled me with his legs straddling my face, mm -hmm. gyro grabbed his legs around my neck and started gyrating his ass in my face. I just went with it. My neck, I think I had Love whiplash, it. but this beautiful ass <laughs> was in my face. That's why he was sorry. Not for the ass, because uh, he almost broke your neck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I tried to enjoy it as best I could. He had a nice hairy ass, Latin guy. Ooh. And you know, he had been working and act one a bit so it was a little bit moist so it was that sexy ass juice that i got to intoxicate myself I'm getting with. Excited. 
<laughs> it was really juicy and yummy. I did not mind. And then after they ended that, he said, Rory, who is the co-creator of Baloney, said, all right, now can you come up? And he's whispering in my ear as the audience is watching. Can you come up to the front? And I said, okay, now what? He said, do you mind taking off your shirt? And I said, sure. You know, it's one of those split decisions that you have to make in a nanosecond. And I thought, I'm here. Go with it. So I did. I'm a former performer. I'm always a performer. I did a strip tease number. I gyrated. I circled the t-shirt in the air and I threw it down. I mean, it's my sister said, oh, yeah, he's a performer. And in where she was sitting, where I was sitting, all these gay guys behind her were like, oh my God, is that your brother? She said, That's my baby brother. <laughs> so the, he, I took out my shirt and he said, now can I spank you on stage? And what? I said, sure. He gave me he five. He this at you first? I now know. <laughs> but in the moment, I think that's the whole thing. Yeah. It's like, clear it on stage and what are you going to say? <laughs> Not no. <laughs> I bent over and he said, I'm going to do five spankings each one is going to get a little bit harder each time. So I thought, you know what? Let's just go with it. I'm going to mug and wink and nod to the audience. It, true actors know what I'm talking about when you mug. It's, mm-hmm. I just did a lot of ha. And, ha. <laughs> 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 Listener audience, if you're listening to this on the audio podcast, I'm making a lot of really mugging shots. I went with it. And by golly, the last one was so hard what i didn't even have my ass it was so hard and then he had the nerve to ask me now for a final bit will you show your ass are you wearing a jock strap i almost <gasps> wore my jock strap i was i said oh my god i did say oh my god yes of course i will <gasps> you I did turned my ass and i dropped my pants and i wiggled it like a good marilyn monroe number and i pulled them up everybody was cheering i was like what Am I part of baloney? <laughs> and then he turned me around like uh-huh. a whiplash and said, okay, now all you have to do is, because it was a runway, storm off in your best runway walk. Well, honey, I know how to runway walk. Oh, yeah. Like, that you got in space. Snaps honey. for that. I gave it my, I gave a big bow. Everybody cheered. And I stormed off in a major, I want your sex back george michael walk yeah and i stormed off and then i i said where's my cocktail to ask my sister (laughs) it was so much fun that's amazing i need the video i'm calling viv right now i'm calling your sister (laughs) it was so much fun unfortunately they don't allow videos but once again yeah i didn't take any videos you have to see the show if you are in san francisco this weekend you can see it thursday friday or saturday at Club Oasis. I think there's a few tickets here and there. It is a such a good time to be had. You will just laugh. So much sex appeal. Cocktails are excellent. It's I had the best time, Cody. It is the show to see. Yeah. If you're not though, watch the film. Look up Baloney, the film documentary. It's on VOD. You can get it pretty much in almost every space on VOD. Watch it. It is worth the time and you'll love it. So much fun. I love it. I'm so hungry for bologna right now. Yeah, okay. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) That's why I'm wearing this shirt. Okay, well, um, episode 381 came out on Tuesday, yesterday, and I took advantage. I was a guest on the Lost Spaces podcast. Lost Spaces reached out to me. Kay Anderson is the host, and what he does every week is feature a different guest as they talk about a queer space that is no longer in existence and how it had an effect on you. I was a part of his podcast, and I encourage everybody to check out the Lost Spaces podcast as we love to promote our fellow queer podcasters. But he gave me the MP3 to post on this week's episode of 383 of Tags Podcast. And in it, I discuss 
my early 90s, how I got into go-go dancing. And let me give you a hint. It was because I entered a go-go boy contest and won. But you got to hear all the details. It's really juicy. And then why this bar at the End Touch on Polk Street in San Francisco and why it had such an impact on me, why oh, wow. I was a dancer there. And lastly, who took my virginity to bottom? And it was, wink, it was a porn star back <gasps> in, yeah. He, my first bottoming experience ever was with a porn star. And I tell in detail, and it does relate to the End Touch bar, you got to listen to it. It's episode 381. Check it out. Nice. I can't wait to give it a listen. Absolutely. And we have so much to talk about, but we've got to get into some commentary. You know, what we love, why we love doing this show is after five years, and by the way, we are celebrating five years of podcasting of Tag's podcast, Talk About Gay Sex. And what we love now is that you guys listen to us, you respond back, you weigh in. And I'm going to read some comments on some recent podcasts that we've done, starting Goodness. with okay. Kyle, who watches us on YouTube. And Kyle was responding to our story on ricky martin remember that cody i do the drama regarding ricky martin where he was allegedly dating his nephew if you Thank can you. believe it and mm -hmm. there's a restraint there is actually we do know this a restraining order against ricky martin against an unknown source and we're assuming it's that nephew okay. that's all we got from ricky martin at this point i'm sure it's going to play out more but Kyle, watch, who watches us on YouTube, says, mm -hmm. it has nothing to do with procreation. It's about age difference. And the world is a big place. It's lazy to just take someone who is right there convenient. Personally, I have trouble with being, some, some, being with someone sexually like my niece and nephew's age. Yeah. <clears throat> That's kind of what you were saying, essentially, yeah. Cody, at the time. When you see somebody grow up, then it's it's hard to see them as a sexual being. And he's just extending it to anybody in that age group, which I can totally see myself in because it it is hard to look at somebody that's that young because you, you automatically associate them with your your niece or nephew or your son or daughter or whomever. Yes. Yeah, I can't wait to see how this Ricky Martin plays out. I mean, we love Me Ricky too. Martin. I don't think it's the deal breaker of a career story to come out ever. So I don't think it's going to ruin his career at all. But I am here for the drama, and I can't wait to hear more about it. We, of yeah. course, will report back and discuss, as you can always imagine. Also, writing into us is Justin, who says, I love your podcast. I listen when I drive to work and listening to all your previous ones as well. Well done. And Justin, by the way, listens to us in Boston. Love Boston. Okay. Thank Love you, Bo Boston. Yeah. Yep. Thanks, Justin. John P. wrote a lengthy thing, and I think you're going to like this, Cody. He says, you, meaning myself and Cody, talked about how... Oh. Yeah, you and Cody Little talk about me. <laughs> yeah, you and Cody talk about how you love being the quote guest star regarding threesomes, which was a recent topic that we discussed. We liked being the guest star, which mm -hmm. I laugh every time you guys say it. I want you to help me understand the psychology around your thought process with this situation. I feel like the sex object that they use then discard and never want to talk about talk to again. To me, it feels dehumanizing. It's hard to separate the excitement of the sex act from feeling wanted as an actual human being. Mm -hmm. I always feel like I want to get to know them after sex. Well, the first thing I'm going to say in response, because you are wanting to get to understand, John P., how we like being the guest star, I'm going to quote my one of my BFFs, who I just saw, along Larry H., and he goes by Larry H., in San Francisco, and we were talking about off-bars in Bangkok. Off-bars, just to give you a little background, are these awesome bars gay not always gay where you go in and there's a panel sometimes a menu a binder what oh. have you of various available men and you get to choose the one you want now there's always a captain on premises and okay. the captain helps 
differentiate what you want versus what the various models that are available will do. So in other words, if you say I'm looking for a top that's going to be a dominant top and smack me around, he's going to, if you say I like number 18 and they usually use numbers, he's going to say, well, number 18 only likes to bottom. So no, it's not a match, but if you like number six over there and you also want to be dominated, he'll say, oh, well, that's a perfect match. Okay. Or sometimes you can say, well, I'll take, I'll do this. Will he do that? And you can negotiate with the captain. Larry H. told me in a quote, it's not about love. Mm-hmm. It's about pleasure. Okay. And I'm all here for that. What are your thoughts, Cody, with John P? And how can you help him understand the psychology about being the guest star when it comes to being in a threesome? So for me, I think it's more about that I could not be in love with somebody and have a threesome because I would be too jealous. I'm way too possessive, I guess is the word. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I just said that out loud. Um, But but so I completely um, detach love from those types of situations. So for me, if I'm in a threesome, I want to be the guest star because there's it's just sex at that point. So I and as far as being feeling dehumanized or when you're the object of attraction affection. or affection in, in that situation, then you feel like the most I feel like the most special person in the world. It's or at least the most special person in that room because all of the attraction and affection is directed at you at that moment. And that's how it make me, makes me feel. I'm going to agree with you in that if it's just sex and I, this guy, John P, we're going to talk about another question. He has a really great predicament question that he posed to us. We're going to talk about it on episode 383 coming out next Tuesday and really get into all that with one of our other hosts. But I can actually separate sex at this point with somebody that I'm interested in. Sometimes they get blurred. I hear him. But when it comes to being a guest star in a three-way, I would rather be the guest star than the couple. You and I were talking about this offline. And the amount of work that it takes if you're in a couple Mm -hmm. to, A, decide on a guy that you like. And agree on it between the two of you. Like, do you like this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy? Are we swiping? Yeah. Are we both swiping right? What's going on here? That's going to appease us both. And sometimes that's not an easy task, given that two men often are yin and yang. In other words, if I'm yin and the person's yang that I'm with, I might want a big dick top. He might want <laughs> a huge ass bottom. Yeah. How are we going to then decide on this? Where I think it works is when the two boyfriends are two tops. Or if oh. I was if I was with somebody that also liked been to <laughs> be say I've been with say I was with somebody that was also a verse bottom or a like myself or a bottom, then I think it could work out because we're both gonna look for probably a big dick top. Yeah. And then I think it could work, and then we're looking for that guest star role that's that big flopping dick that we are just desiring and then i think it could work but i also think it can cause a lot of drama between two couple like couples because as the guest star you get to float in and float out you don't have the drama or the you don't have to carry the show like stars do stars have the pressure to carry a show and deliver if you don't get those ratings you are not coming back for a second or third season so i think of everything like a tv show that it's less drama to be a guest star because you just float in get your paycheck and get out that's right but to carry the show which I like to carry, we carry this show. There is that much more pressure. You were always based on the last show that you did, the ratings, how well you how well you performed. There is way more responsibility. And I think to answer his question, I'm all for the responsibility when I want that, but it's just also fun to be a guest star. Do you agree with me? I totally agree. And as far as dehumanization, goes because I do feel like 
as when it comes to sex, if I am being treated like uh, an object per se, or, or a fetish, or the flavor of the month or week or night, or what have you, I think that that can make me feel a little bit dehumanized. But I think in every threesome and instance that, I, that I've been in, they've always made me feel like I am the most beautiful, the most special thing that is in their world in that moment. So I think that that's how I've kind of avoid being dehumanized. So I agree with you. And I think a lot of times the more people can put out front what they're looking for and kind of set the parameters, the more you know what you're getting into. So if you're going to go home with somebody or if you're on the apps and they say, we're looking for this, are you okay with this? You can have a pause and a beat and a moment to process, can I do this and go in, have some fun and get out of it what I want, mm -hmm. but not feel dehumanized. I think you're good. When I went home recently, this wasn't a three-way situation, but I was talking about it on a recent episode on Gay Pride. I went home with this guy and he said, I'm in a long-term relationship. I'm on a business trip. We were talking about the business trip. Oh, hey. And I had a lot of fun, but it was just what he said. We were going to have fun. And at the end of it, he had to get up early. And part of his stipulation was... In within his open relationship mm -hmm. is that a person can't spend the night with him. Oh and, my. But I was fine with that. Yeah. I was and he told me that after we had sex, but I was like, good. I didn't really need to. He lived close enough to where I lived and I had a very pleasurable experience and it was what it was. And I left there satisfied and didn't feel used, dehumanized, or any of those things. Because for the most part, both of us, at least him, who had more to lose, set out the parameters. Yeah, I agree with you. I couldn't agree more that it comes down to expectations. So if you don't expect that much, then you can't get disappointed or dehumanize. Exactly. Well, also in comments, also from John P., he wrote that he is so inspired by you, Cody. Me? <laughs> Little old me? Quote, so inspired by Cody's body positivity. You know, Aww. we've been talking a lot about body yeah. image lately. It will continue to come up. You know it will. But he was so inspired by your body positivity. I couldn't help but think in a recent post by the one and only Laverne Cox. You know, she mm -hmm. just turned 50, Cody. Did she? She just turned 50. She looks fabulous. And in a recent post, she posted a bikini selfie and video story wearing a Gucci two-piece number. She looks lovely. I saw and the post. everything awesome at 50. Kudos to Laverne Cox and happy birthday, Laverne Cox, for joining the 50 Club. You know, she also did a lengthy post talking about how at her age now, her metabolism has slowed down. Yeah. And even though she's posting this, as we get older, she says, there is the risk of being invisible as we age, mm -hmm. especially being black and female. She quoted the lesbian author who I love, Bell Hooks, who I yeah. read in Ooh. school, quote, I've never been interested in being invisible or being erased. Okay, Bell Hooks, love I'm here that. for that quote. Uh, Laverne Cox also says, I also fear being perceived as a desperate older woman clinging to her youth and relevance. And she lastly said, which I love, I am a forever work in progress. And thank you for letting me journal my feelings. That's right. All right. Snaps to bell hooks. I need snaps to bell hooks and snaps in that last comment on Laverne Cox feeling, putting it out there on how she really feels. I think she was probably posting this picture at 50 looking fabulous. Like this is me feeling sexy at my age now, but yet I'm still have insecurities like most of us all have. I guess it brings up the question, Cody, what makes you feel sexy at your age now? Or what do you do at your age now to make yourself feel sexy? Besides Posting those thirst traps on Mr. Maurice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that is one thing that I do. But also dressing in things that accentuate the positive 
parts of my body that I love so much, like my tetas, you know. <laughs> Somebody okay. in the comments said something about a nip slip, and yes, they are lovely. Honey. <laughs> so dress dressing in things that make me feel sexy, and also looking if if you look at other people, you it can tend to be exclusive. You find in them what you don't have in you. I think if you flip it kind of sorta and find in them can also find in yourself that if you find that person attractive, it can automatically transfer to you. So I think that by being more inclusive when it comes to attractiveness rather than exclusive, you can find and build your self-esteem. I love that. I really love that. And why do you think that you were talking recently about body positivity? What do you attribute to your pos body positivity at your age right now? just the the movement itself and people being more inclusive and more varied in what they find attractive and i think that that has opened my eyes and really allowed me to see that there is more than just one type of beauty out there in the world and i think as i've grown older i've automatically and naturally come to that realization but to see society and people around me come to that realization as well has only Further, furthered it and made my mind more open. So I'm, I love that. I'm so happy to hear about everybody and the movement that's out there. I'm going to be real, real quick. And I was telling you offline that uh -huh. oh, maybe about a year ago, maybe probably when I turned 50, okay. I had a little bit of time where I was looking at older pictures of when it was so easy, speaking of metabolism, to have such a tinier waist it real. I think I went up until forty-seven years old, uh -huh. where I looked at pictures of myself, and I'm like, "Oh, I wish I realized how easy it was for me to have such the tiniest of ways snatched. abs snatched." <laughs> and that all changed at a certain point. I had a time where I reflected on that maybe about a year ago, where I was in and out of body insecurity and i think in the last wow. several months i've really particularly after a broken ankle i've gotten over that and i've accepted kind of a new side the one thing i will say about where i'm at now is i used to be so lean and skinny that now mm -hmm. i like fill out more but it's in good ways even my yeah. face i fill out a little bit more than younger and i like my face more now than I did maybe when it was when I was that lean and mean. Yeah. I wish I had that waist that I had, <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, I also what I do to feel sexy now, if I'm gonna post a picture besides a filter, <laughs> here, here, a light filter here and there. Exactly, exactly. I, I'm, Nothing dramatic. A light filter <laughs> here and there does a wonder job here and there. But um, like, for example, I just got back from the Bay Area after 10 days, getting a barber fade. Ooh, I gotta get my haircut tomorrow, honey. Um, I can't wait. <laughs> you know, when you get that fade and you've, you've found your barber, the yeah. barber that you can, I mean, I love my barber. He, we have, for, if you were to put it in a prototype of will these two people get along? He's Russian, family man with four kids what? in his late thirties. Where's the Russian, what do you call it? The Oh, I forget the, um, anyways, he's very Russian Jewish. Okay. And right. we get along so well. We laugh. We have such a good time when he cuts my hair. And when I leave that barbershop, I am strutting down the, like the runway of New York city streets on, with all the garbage that we have here. <laughs> I am strutting. I feel sexy. I feel good. So for me, getting a new fade from my barber just puts me in the best mood i feel sexy a workout a fresh workout of just oh, pumping nice. some iron makes me feel sexy and that's when i often do so today like i did our story to promote this show uh -huh. and i did a huge chest workout and abs and a fresh barber cut both of those made me feel super sexy. Also, a little bit of wine makes me feel sexy, too. Ooh. Yeah. What makes yes. you feel sexy when you're today? 
today, I just, I, I agree with you working out, but also looking at people like that have aged well and beautifully, like Holly Berry, she looks oh. amazing now. Yes. Sophia Loren, she looks amazing at any age. And <laughs> Jay says, just a little gallon of wine. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Come on, Sunset Boulevard. So, okay. Yeah, just, and, and actually looking in the mirror and taking into account and saying to yourself that you look beautiful works wonders. So I, I, all of those things together. Rituals. We have to have our rituals that make us feel sexy and why we pose. I don't find a problem. I agree with Laverne Cox posting it, but also I love the duality of her posting a selfie in a bikini, but <laughs> also telling us some of her insecurities. I think she looks amazing. We're kudos to her, snaps to Laverne, but also the reality and the realness that she's posting at the same time, yeah. which makes it real because we all can relate. I love that duality. Um, there was a guy that recently posted who I follow, who I see all the time out in the bars here. He's super sexy to me, tatted up, great body. And he grabbed during Gay Pride in a post, said, guess I'm not really gay pride body ready, even though he looked great and he was grabbing yeah. like a chunk of his skin. Yeah. But it was a wink and a nod to the reality of, hey, this is me now, but he looked great to me. And I said, looking great to me. So I love that. Me too. Anything you can do towards self-acceptance is definitely a good thing. Read what daddy says as I get her next comment. Daddy234 says, going to the spa for a massage and a facial works for him. So that is a good one, too. I love that. All right. Well, we've got to move on. We are live on this Wednesday night. We have so much to get to. Oh, yeah. We are moving on to Porn Star News. We're starting off on a sad note as Sean Cody, the you know Sean Cody, the, the uh, company. The yeah. company. The porn the, company. Not me. No, right. <laughs> exactly. Sean Cody, adult film star, Randy. He just went by Randy, is dead at 33. Oh, no. Very That's sad news. Shame. Adult film star Jason Pacheco, who went by the name of Randy as a performer, just died Saturday, and he was only 33. Pacheco had recently posted a link to a GoFundMe page, along with an IG post about being hospitalized with kidney problems and looking for funds to help with medical costs. Quote, I hate to ask for any help, but I am going through some medical issues. My kidneys were failing amongst a couple of other issues. I am doing better. I have been in the hospital for five days now. And to all my fans, I will start posting much more after I recover from this. Anything helps. And... So Alongside sad. that, the cause of death hasn't been made public, but we can only imagine that it had to do with his kidneys. On a GoFundMe page, he wrote that he woke up more than a week ago deathly ill and went to the hospital where he was found to have only 21% of kidney function. Oh, my. He has suffered from <laughs> drug addiction, but had got it under control last <laughs> fall. And he apparently gave it all and loved what he did in the porn industry and for Sean Cody. Sean Cody film director Walden Wood said in a statement, my heart is broken to hear about the passing of Randy. I met him on set almost 10 years ago. He was always a good guy to be around and had some amazing energy and authentic charm that was undeniable. From some amazing behind the scene moments to Puerto Rico and Palm Springs, had a great time every day he was on set. It's incredibly sad to hear of his passing. You were a giant, Randy. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Our hearts go out to Randy, or as his name uh, is, real name, Jason, Jason Pacheco, Pacheco. Yeah. Uh, and to his family. Yes. Moving on, Bellamy and other porn news, a controversy erupts at Bellamy as viewers clash over bearded, yeah, you guessed it, bearded models. Here we go. And <laughs> <laughs> there is an all-out war over at Bellamy's studio. A war? Among <laughs> commenters reacting to the studio's latest duo scene where they are losing. The issue is whether or not Bellamy models can have beards 
as the new sex scene features not one but two Bellamy models who are both sporting full-blown beards with facial hair covering their cheeks, upper lips, chins, and even their necks. <laughs> oh boy, Reese Jagger and Pierre Cezanne's beards have been redacted for privacy and to protect them from any anti or pro bearded blowback. <laughs> what? But you were reading some of the commentary. Yeah, what were I they was. calling them? Oh, I don't even want to repeat it, but I will because I am devoted to this podcast. They were calling, so the people that don't like beards were calling the pro beard people, they were calling them ape lovers, which is oh ridiculous to me. You really and racially kind it's of, racially charged, yeah. So that in in, in this climate, well, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could not believe it when I read that. I was like, "What is really going on?" And it just goes to show more of what is not okay with Bella Me because. Well, I'll let you continue. Go ahead and continue, and then we'll talk about it a little bit more. Well, first of all, I think where you were going with that statement is yeah. what's not okay with Bellamy, it's the viewers of Bellamy that are having the issue. So Bellamy, in my, according to the story, put out a new scene, and it happened to have two bearded models. Now, if you know anything about Bellamy, if you're kind of like, what the hell are they even talking about? I Bellamy was one of the early... Porn, and I'm talking VHS that I got a hold of thanks to a friend of mine and it features all Slovakian and people of Eastern Europe for yep. the most part mm -hmm. and for they always seemingly are they're always smooth and big dicked and of a certain age and by that of a certain age I mean younger than <laughs> in their teens know. but slightly yeah, legal well <laughs> yeah maybe up to 20 18 and 19 oh, yeah. 28 you're being really well, generous <laughs> you know at 28 I looked really young but I don't know about these eastern europeans but I'm, I'm just say. saying <laughs> black don't brown don't crack either <laughs> no wait, I, we're not going there there, but we yeah, are not yeah. going there <laughs> they, they but i was introduced to it at an early age and i what i do understand is brand and marketing and the brand of bellamy has always been what i just described so if you are going to change the brand aesthetic under my foot mm -hmm. and i'm paying for this okay and i'm paying for this as a subscriber i might be mad too and have a problem i don't know that i also know that i have the power of the button and i can unsubscribe or what is it cancel my subscription uh -huh. but you know these bellamy queens i'm sh they've probably been long time fans of this Subscribe and they are not having it they own stock in the company they i don't know, know. <laughs> i don't think i heard that bellamy went public y'all so <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I, what a, I don't even think you're gonna buy Bitcoin. I mean, <laughs> come on now. But you know these queens. You know these queens. They always oh, gotta yeah. complain about something. And this is the latest thing to complain about. Rather, you know, I don't mind them complaining a little bit too because you buy if you want original Coke, you want original Coke. You don't want. <laughs> Cherry Diet. Coke or <laughs> New Coke? Coke or all this other crap. You want original OC Coke. This is not kind of the same thing, though. I it's, it's actual okay, people. <laughs> it's not. It's not a product. These are actual. It, I mean, it is a product, but it isn't because these are actual people. And I get that their brand is is what made them a success. But as with any brand, they're allowed the opportunity to evolve and have their logically older. Because like you said, you were exposed to Bellamy when you were younger. But you're you're much, um, you're a little bit. <laughs> Don't say it, bitch. <laughs> I am editing on the spot. Live edit, y'all. You need to rethink before You're, I cut the I, mic. I, I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Or Sunset Boulevard is coming after you. You're a little bit older than that right now. Mature. So you're a little bit more mature now, and you're a little bit more worldly. You're 
your sense of what you're attracted to has expanded since the Bellamy days. I would thank you, I, Charlie. I think because I, I mean, we do thirst trap every week, and I'm like, oh, okay, I love that. They're very, it's very diverse <laughs> and wonderful. Whew, I'm glad I dug myself out of that hole. <laughs> yeah, make your point, bitch. <laughs> so I think that it's they're allowed to evolve, and they're and they, I would think that their audience would evolve with them, like Madonna. Basically, I knew that's the way to get you on on my side. Okay. <laughs> which, which, to your point, not everyone always goes with where Madonna's going, but she has a strong base, and they do go with her, like I do. It's true, exactly. But I don't think that that's happening here. And I think that what is more worrying to me is what this says about Bellamy fans, like what they actually like as opposed to what their attraction is, as opposed to them complaining. I'm not, they're allowed to like what they like and complain with, with whatever they want to complain about. But I think that what they what they find, the thing that they are finding desirable is not necessarily, it's not, it's, I'm going to be blunt. I'm just going to say, it makes me think that the people that like Bellamy like younger guys and find younger guys more desi- desirable. And and to your point, these days, younger guys, I can't grow a beard for the life of me. I have mm-hmm. this little tiny mustache. They would probably not be happy with your mustache. They probably would not. And I'm okay with that. I'm <laughs> who I am. The thing is, younger guys can grow facial hair and at 17. Yeah. But I think it's an aesthetic that Bellamy has utilized and portrayed and marketed for the last I don't know are we on 20 years now I think it's 25 years I don't know where we're at with Bellamy but it's lengthy and long and I think the thing about a brand is you can't really deviate the thing that they could have done before putting out this scene is maybe did a poll with their viewers, not mm-hmm. ram it up their ass, but a poll. <laughs> I love it when you say poll. <laughs> I love having a poll on this show. <laughs> ram it up your ass. That's right. Baby. But I think they could have did a, an actual poll and asked their viewing audience, would you be okay with this? Where can we expand? What do you want to see with the brand? But every brand gets to do deviate a little bit and i think the drama hey we're talking about the drama uh-huh. and i think it's only it's stories i got this from a, a blog post yeah. out there so it's probably in the end only bringing more attention to the bellamy brand and uh-huh. you better believe because in a follow-up story okay i had to post on this and i wanted to ask you do you think that this is bellamy pulling the reins back because okay. in a new post they just introduced oliver granger a brand new star who fits the brand aesthetic mm-hmm. i don't know if you could post it in our chat oh, so yeah. people could see it who right it now. is he is smooth and young and fits Girl. the bellamy brand <laughs> they also in, did the return of one of their biggest stars bellamy stars of all time they brought and he's not even out of retirement how did how did they do that you ask chris evan k-r-i-s evans <laughs> yeah they found an and they went to the archives and pulled out an old scene that they hadn't posted before um of him fucking another young boy and they put that recently on their post so in so in a chris evans upcoming new release which really isn't new but it's new to the bellamy fan base yeah he'll be fucking the dreamy and gigantic gay porn star known as anthony Lorca. anthony Lorca, by the way is six five just to give you a little sneak peek on that (laughs) so i ask you cody do you think that bellamy was working it and trying something new with the bearded guys and then saw the blowback and said let's quickly put out a brand new model that fits our model and then pull out from the archives chris evans or do you think that it was all part of a master marketing plan to say we're going to entice and get some you know media attention and then put out what our audience really loves and really double up on our audience base Drum up more attention for yeah. them and then 
try and maintain those people. I yeah. Guess, I, I think that they were trying to expand their their base basically and and reach more people and then it kicked them in the ass basically and now they're going back to what their base really likes and and I can't really fault them for wanting to maintain their base it's where they made all of their money Chris Evans is always hot and he looks up over 18 so I'm with anything that he does cuz he's beautiful so retired um, but he is you retired know. but they they pulled this i think the story said maybe around 10 years ago he made this film so oh my God. 10 I years know. ago honey i could have been in the film 10 years ago <laughs> we were just talking about body how we looked 10 years ago that's right <laughs> you and me both hello <laughs> can they call me no i have too much of a beard i think i had too much of a beard 10 years ago for me to be in any bellamy anything <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And what are people saying before we move on? The people are saying, Jace says she's pulling the patch as far as marketing uh, tactics are concerned. So he agrees with you. And El Ray says in the end, the analytics will tell what works. And I agree. I totally agree. We'll see what happens. Got it. We've got to move on. And as our continuous dialogue about monkeypox and we only talk about it because it affects our gay sexuality recent updates have shown a recent upsurge in major cities like san francisco and new york and just to give you a little update here for me cody okay. i've got an update that at a clinic a pop-up clinic here in new york city they were going to do a second round of monkeypox vaccinations okay and I, they said they were going to be happening on July 12th, which was yesterday at 1 p.m. Eastern time. So I was still on the West Coast, about to head out on my plane back mm -hmm. to New York City. And I was logging on at 9.59, which would have been 10 a.m., my the Pacific Standard Time, okay. to get on the website to make my appointment to get a monkeypox vaccine. Vaccination. Okay. Do you know that at 10 o'clock, I spent the next hour because I had to leave Ooh. at 11 a.m. refreshing the page to get an appointment for the monkeypox vaccine. And mind you, they only had so many, I think it was just under 2,000 new vaccinations. I might be, don't quote me on that number, but mm -hmm. it was around that number of newly vaccinations that they had acquired and i tried and tried and it was one of those things where remember the early days of covid where you were trying to get a test oh yeah test it was almost or a vaccine excuse me a vaccination uh -huh. and you would have to go on oh, there and it would yeah. just be refresh 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 and maybe you would get in if you were lucky enough it was that same mentality and i couldn't get in at all well Finally, right when I was going to take off on my plane, mm -hmm. I got a notice on after refreshing that said they no more appointments were being taken. In other words, they had filled every single appointment of vaccinations that they had. Wow. Which is good and bad in many ways. It, it tells good. me the gay men are out there looking out for their health. And I love that. And I think, yay, I'm just sad that I couldn't believe that I was on there at the designated time and I couldn't get in. I'm somebody <laughs> that wants to be sexually active. But this is going to affect, I think, my how I approach going out for sex in the next several weeks. Yeah. It just is. And to piggyback on what I'm talking about, I get these emails on these sex parties here in New York City. One of mm -hmm. them is called GBU. I've always wanted to go to that. By yeah, the they're great parties. They do sex parties here in New York City and they have them at great different, they always do different parties and they're really sexually orientated and fun. I got an email today, I'm quoting it, GBU is paused in red. Wow. While we while we allow a couple weeks for guys to get the monkeypox vaccination, and then they link up to the New York City Department of Health giving out free monkeypox vaccinations, which of course, back to my previous statement, mm -hmm. is no longer available. Oh my goodness! So we are in this rut right now where their parties are being canceled. You know, Cody, it's affecting parties that 
I didn't go out sexually right before I left for this trip to the Bay Area because of monkeypox mm -hmm. and because I knew in addition to monkeypox, COVID, I knew I was going to see my 85. She just turned 85 year old mother. Mm -hmm. We took a test on that. I did not go out sexually because I wanted to remain clean okay. of all these things. Yeah. Yeah. Now I am back. And I tried to get the monkeypox vaccination. I can't get it now. Who knows when the next round of them, apparently they're very rare. I'm going to have to wait. It's going to be a whole nother lottery pool situation. I no longer am going anywhere. I'm not, for, so for this weekend, I'm, there's a bunch of parties that are, so there's jockstrap night happening at the Eagle tonight. Mm -hmm. And next every Wednesday that I love yeah. to go to, I'm not going to go to it because I always know there can yeah. be some fun going on there. There is the big meet M E A T party happening I this just Saturday. Got that today. Yep. <laughs> not going to that because that is sexually charged and I love that party. Mm -hmm. But I got to tell you, in all honesty, if in the next two weeks I can't get a vaccination, I'm just going to go to some of these events and take matters because I'm not going to see my mom. I, it's not, I don't want to get it, but if I do get it, I'm just going to hunker down and just because in an upcoming story that we want to talk about the power of gay sex for our queer liberation, mm -hmm. which is all about, we've always had something in our queer sexual lives, whether it's HIV and STIs. We've mm -hmm. always had something that stood in our way, but we've always charged forward. And gay sexuality is a real thing. That's why we do this show. Yes, I'm going to maybe just take my chances into my own hands and hope for the best because I'm <sighs> trying to do all. I don't care, Cody. I'm no, I get to, it. I am trying to do all I can. I tried and tried. I'm going to try for the next round of monkeypox vaccinations, but I'm not going to become a hermit. My ankle is good now. I'm sorry. I won't. If I get it, I will stay in the house and deal with it until mm -hmm. I'm over it. But sorry, this is life. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I get what you're saying. I just need for the city and the government to do their part because we all clearly want the vaccine. You stayed on the site for how long and couldn't get through. That means everybody is clogging up the system trying to get these vaccinations. And, and they're done with them. Part. They All of the thousands that however many vaccines there's no more right now that's well, it they they're need done to do and to, and there's no word on the next round yet so hopefully there will be but they they need to come very soon because everybody wants to do their part as far as that we as gay men are doing our part and everybody basically because it's not just gay men they can get monkeypox. so i think that the government really needs to step up and really actually be able to provide us with these vaccinations i follow this super hot guy on instagram and he actually said that he got monkeypox during pride and he posted about his journey with monkeypox and how it affected him how, where the initial symptoms started and things of that nature they basically it starts in one place and then it spreads to the rest of your body and he posted pictures of the lesions and whatnot and it's not deadly but it's not fun either it's not and painful a, it's painful is basically what he said. So I really want everybody to be as safe as possible. And I really need for the government to do their due diligence. And But I push back on what you're saying. Yes, we all want to be safe. But if there are, I love politicians and every new, a new recent New York politician said, because we live in a big city that has more monkeypox episodes occurring currently saying, uh -huh. I love the city is stepping up and this and that, but it's, it is and it isn't. If I logged on on the time frame that it said that you could get the sign up for the vaccination at the exact hour and refresh my page 1900 times mm -hmm. and could not get in mm -hmm. and at the end of it, after an hour of doing that, found out that it's over. There's no more appointments available. Yeah. That is not good enough. There are more people in this city that want to. It gives me, it, in one part, it gives me light. And I do want to quote this story. And then I want to read some of the comments because I see some comments coming 
And oh, yeah. This was a story that I'm going to post. I want everybody to read. It's a story called, the Pow- quote, The Power of Gay Sex for Queer Liberation by Alex Gardner. Mm-hmm. I love this story. I want everyone to read it. It's a really good, and one of, I'm just going to read this quick quote. In our history, we have risked all sorts of things for sex. We risk exposing our sexuality and losing our homes, family, or jobs. We risk arrest or violence while cruising for sex in public spaces. We've risked an incurable disease to find pleasure and intimacy in one another. Sex has so much meaning that we are willing to risk everything for it, and men continue to do so all around the globe. Finally, our ability to confront all these challenges and yet still cultivate a sexuality and foster a community is a testament to our resilience. We found our power through our community connections. We found our voice when speaking openly and honestly about sex and desire. Thank you to our podcast. (laughs) We've discovered that using our bodies, I'll repeat, we've discovered that using our bodies to pursue a fulfilling sexuality is a radical political act. Yes. Thank you very much, Alex Gardner, for writing this piece. I will post, I will definitely post the entirety of the story on Tags Podcast because I want everyone to read this. It's about the power of gay sex for our queer liberty. In essence, we have gone through decades of not of going through so many things, and yet we still Gay sex is a real thing. It's not something like, oh, I, we can't talk about it. No, oh, yeah. I don't want to. No one needs to know what we do. It's like, no, 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 no. That's why we do this show. We are proud and pr- it is a part of our existence. Right yeah. now, monkeypox is part of our existence. And if, like you said, the government is not going to step up to the plate, I'm going to do all I can to get this vaccination. I'm trying and trying. My primary care doctor said, if you can get it, get it the vaccination but i'm not gonna sit on my summertime here for very long <laughs> and sorry i know you're in a relationship so you have yeah, a different viewpoint but I sorry do. Cody. well i don't know if i would if i was single that i would have a different i would probably have the same viewpoint as i have right now because i think that i agree with you that you should not uh waste your summer being in the house and not going out and having a good time. I think that if you are going to go out and meet new people and hook up with new people, then it don't be afraid to ask the hard questions. And like you said before on a short, uh, on a show before inspect their body, do what you have to do in order to keep yourself safe, basically. So that is, is my, what I, uh, recommend to everybody. I agree with you as far as queer liberation. Growing up, I did not have a good sense of my sexuality and being proud of my sexuality and who I was. And I think that through self-exploration, aka having sex in public, um, <laughs> and doing this show, that I was actually able to come to terms and really have a good grip on who I was as a person and my sexuality and being proud of it. So I'm, I'm all here for that. Read some comments on where okay. people are standing on this. So Jay says they need to make more vaccines faster and more accessible, honestly. I agree with that 100%. He also says, I just need not to have open source on my body. It's so annoying that this is going on. I completely agree with that as well. El but Ray it's says, our reality. It is our reality. El Ray says, we've always had something, but this time we don't have we don't have to be active. I looked at the crowd at the tea dance in the pines this weekend, but couldn't bring myself to go in. So it's mm. it's very worrying. And Jace also says, I will ride the sexy webcam vibe for a few weeks at least. Yeah. Yeah. There are other ways to get out there. Yeah. Well, you know, hopefully vaccinations will become more, you know, it's a two vaccination process, by the way. Oh my goodness. So you get one and I think it's two to three weeks, maybe five weeks before you get the second one. I don't know what that means in between if you get, but honestly, I know as gays and many of us, we're, People are going to, no one's going to give up the summertime. I might not be one of them too either. If it becomes so hard to get this, 
I'm not going to, you know, I'm just going to write it out and hope for the best. Sorry. Mm -hmm. I just. Well, write I mean, to your senators, write to your, yeah. your government officials and let them know that this is a serious issue and that we need to be taking this head on. Lastly, of course, we have to do our famous topic. I put it in the comment section. Thirst Trap Thursday when this comes out. Thanks to Straight oh, yes. Up Gay Porn. Cody, out of 13 gay porn stars in this, who took the best photo or video and how can you describe it descriptively to our audience? First of all, there was only 13. Just when I was getting going, it was, it was like, it's over. I was like, what is going on over here? <laughs> Just started to get excited. My nipples is out and everything. What's right? going on? <laughs> but my vote goes to Diego Daniels, mainly because he's hairy and sexy and it's a big F you to all the, the no beard crew at Bella Me. And also because he's super gorgeous. Uh, it's a bathroom selfie. And he's looking in the mirror and he's at, in my imagination, he's at somebody's pool because he has on sunglasses and he's in a Speedo. And he's like, he went to the bathroom and he's like, oh my gosh, I need to take this beautiful selfie. He's so hot. And then he took picture. his dick Those out. abs and the dick. That oh. dick. When, uh, when he took out his, he's like, oh, I have a big ass dick. Let me take a picture of that too. And as somebody with a big ass dick, I can relate, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so my vote goes to Diego Daniels. Who are, who does your vote go to? That was my pick too. Well, but... we picked the same person? <laughs> yeah, I th yeah, and then I tend to go onto their Twitter handler. Oh, he um, can take a dick too. So, okay. Yeah, I Diego Daniels is super hot. He can take a dick. He is. I love those abs. I'm obsessed with his nipples and the hairy chest. The head of his dick is so beautiful. He's got beautiful skin. In this picture that we're showing you now, he has a shaved head, but normally has a little bit longer hair. He kind of has that chameleon like quality about him and i mean that sexually as well because Come he can on, be Linda a dominant okay <laughs> or he can take it i have to say i'm with you diego daniels and i'm gonna vote right now because i don't always vote on this you guys can vote help I out yeah do it for straight up gay porn because they compile all these results at the end of the year and we are in their second part of 2022 i just voted where Diego Daniels, by the way, is at number two, FYI, oh. at 13.42% at 185 votes, beat out by Massin Thorne at number one right now. Where is everyone else voting? Callie Dad says, Drake Von Fun and Hot. Jin says, I'm all for Stoner Twink. Jay says, Diego, same here. Diego can get it. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Stoner Twink Jin is at number three, so you're in good company at getting to the top prize. Diego Daniels, like we said, is at number two. Drake Vaughn is second to he the bottom. Sean Xavier. He, this, he, De, Cali Dad changed his changes his sleep. okay you moved up a, a couple <laughs> points above colton reese and friend so you're doing okay <laughs> the wilden says diego and daddy 234 says big dick fig and spoon and that is a video big dick fig it is... was so good that well was i follow him on twitter now <laughs> because i was i i tend to look at their twitter to see well let me you know, you only see one aspect of it. I need to see a little 3D dimension to uh -huh. the mix. And I I often go to the Twiddle Handler. I follow Big Dick Fig, and I can see why. He's so sexy with that huge dick, and he's all about being dominant, and I'm here for it. Anybody else? They Twitter. also say Mason. That's what El Rey says. Okay, and Mason, just to give everyone, I think I already said, is at number one. Oh, Mason Thorne has 15.88%. Of course, that's probably changed in the last couple seconds uh, at number one. All right. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. This has been so much fun. Yes. Um, you know, I want to share a quick book that when I was in the Northern California, I went to Napa. 
And a friend of mine went into this bookstore. I know that's like a rare, a bookstore in Napa. And I couldn't help but notice this book and this display of anime. And this book, I'm showing it right now, is... I think I wanted to start this book club right now with this book. I got my friend to buy Let's it. Go. It is apparently a Netflix series that you can watch, but the book is called Heaven Official so Blessings. Heaven Official Blessings by Tian Guan Si Fu. Okay. Hope I did not butcher that name. Heaven Official's Blessing. Um it's this i read let me just read you born the crown prince of prosperous kingdom shi lan was renowned for his beauty strength and purity sounds like me his years of dedicated <laughs> study his years of de dedicated study and noble deeds allowed him to ascend to godhood but those who rise may also fall and fall he does cast from the heavens and banished to the world below 800 years after his mortal life shi lan has ascended to godhood for the third time, angering most of the gods in the process. To repay his debts, he is sent to the mortal realm to hunt down violent ghosts and troublemaking spirits who prey on the living. Along his travels, he meets the fascinating and brilliant Sang Lang. Okay, it's a gay theme. A young man with whom he feels an instant connection. Oh. Yet Sang Lang is clearly more than he appears. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> what mysteries lie behind that carefree smile? So this is the book I'm going to be reading all summer long. I hope you join me in the process. Cody, get a copy of it. And we can talk. Anyways, you can follow my co-host Cody at Mr. Maurice on Instagram, or he's a life coach at KMD Coaching. Follow us for crying out loud at Tags Podcast on Instagram or the TikTok at Tags Podcast. Thank you guys for watching us live. And in the meantime, continue having hot gay, gay sex. sex. Yes. Yes. <laughs>